Rusty Quill presents. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. light broken? Yeah, recording light's been busted for a while now. But if you can hear it spinning and like the button's pressed, it's recording. Jess? Jess? Huh? You just zoned out. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. Jesus, would, would you stop? Okay, sorry. I was just thinking about something. Thinking about what? The... The light. Just... Trying to remember the last time when I saw the recording light. Oh, uh... When, when you, um... <clears throat> fell. You mean when you tripped? We talked about this, Jess. I didn't trip. I, I was trying to stop you from hitting your head on the... 
Stop. Stop what? Trying to gaslight me. Are you serious? Can we just... Please, just, just let me take you to a doctor. I'm not sick. Please, just... D, I'm not sick. Don't look at me like that. I'm not. I don't want to go to the doctor. I'm not going. I, I don't want to fight. I'm just worried. I don't want to fight either, but it sure feels like it's headed there. I'm just trying to help. Well, maybe you should help less. What? There doesn't always need to be a life-altering crisis. Can't we just have a nice day? Don't be ridiculous. Do you think I'm actually trying to gaslight you? Like I'm, what, one of those moms trying to stick you in a wheelchair so I can, like, take care of you for the rest of my life? Maybe. You're not serious right now. Well, I don't know. Just... Let's just get this over with. Fine. Pass me a cassette. I thought you were reading your own today. I'm tired. I just want to get this over with. You sure? Just grab me a cassette, please. Okay, uh, how about, uh, no, no. Mm, okay, how about this one? This is Entry 009. It's a cassette from Cole's previously private collection titled Admission. The cassette sleeve is dated as June 16th, but there's no year or author. Are you comfortable? Can, can you... No, no, I will not be removing the restraints. But, but I, I, I shouldn't be here. We discussed this earlier, until you understand. I'm not supposed to be here. Mr. Ganyon, how is it you've come to be in my care? I, I think, well, I remember, there was... There was what? The universe conspired against you, perhaps. Or maybe it was a man-made conspiracy. No, I'm not saying anything. Then what are you saying? Please, please, just let me out. I don't think I will. Why? Not until you understand why it is you are here. No, can't remember, perhaps. No, that's not it. Well, then tell me what you remember. I remember... I remember eating dinner at home. And that's the last thing. No. I... I remember the cable was out. I wanted to watch TV while... while eating. Is that all? Yes. Yes. That's... that's all I remember. Then tell me, do you know how long you've been here? I've been here, I don't know, maybe 12 hours? Oh, how curious. Curious? What's curious? Oh, nothing. No, tell me. You have not been here for 12 hours, Mr. Ganyon. I came in last night. No, you came in seven days ago. Impossible. No, no, it's very much possible, for it says right here on your admittance sheet. It says here you were admitted at 3.34 a.m. after RCMP were contacted by a family member to conduct a welfare check. On your admittance sheet, it states you were found in a catatonic state. Cata what? Catatonic? 
That's ridiculous. And yet here you are, with no recollection of your admittance. The last thing you remember was seven days ago. Stop! Mr. Ganyon! Please, stop! I'm not trying to be cruel. I am trying to help you. How can you help me? You are lucid now. But there is an abnormality within you that has led you to be committed to my care. Abnormality? That is only to say that something is not working as intended. You, you are not broken. You simply need to be given the tools to order your life and yourself in such a way as to avoid arriving here once more. As I've stated, I am not trying to be cruel to you. This, this is cruel. Those restraints are for my safety. I'm not going to hurt you. And how am I to know for certain? I've never hurt anyone. But you could. I... I would never. I understand this is a terrifying position to find yourself in. Panic starts to set in. Fight or flight. There is no way out but to fight myself, the orderlies, and every other staff member who seeks to keep you here for your own benefit. There is no option, Mr. Ganyon, but to submit or to fight. Good morning, Mr. Ganyon. Good morning, Mother Cyprian. And are we ready to begin? As ready as I'll ever be. Now, tell me a story. No, I... wait. No, I can hear it now. Oh my god. Yes, I can hear it. Can you decipher the words? <laughs> there is... Wait. Yes. Frogs sing in my backyard, and sometimes I feed them. I want them to be happy. When the spring comes and the wetlands just beyond my fence thaw, the frogs wriggle from the mud and the tadpoles ripple the surface of the bog water. And they sing. As the sun begins to set and yellow-black shadows dance and make their walk toward the dark, they begin. One at first. Its croak is low and hoarse and then two, and then four. It's discordant at first, spaced out, dotted around, out of sync and out of tune. But more join, many more. An impossible number that I've never seen with my own eyes, but have only heard. Each croaking, their notes and tones meeting one another, lifting each other up. The rising crescendo welcoming the piercing white light of a waxing moon on those rare clear nights is beautiful. But it's much better when it rains. When it rains, they grow louder, excited. They chant in an otherworldly two-tone of lows and highs that sound like witch song. Their croaking belongs to the wetlands, the unnoticed white noise that fills that empty, grassy wetland. And sometimes I feed them. I want them to be happy. 
I've walked through the bog at night. I've jumped my fence and let the little light that exists at night be my only guide. I've crouched in the reeds and the grass and watched the frogs drag their flat, bloated bodies from the water to begin their nightly work. I've seen tadpoles pool and scatter. I've heard the little splash of water as they begin their metamorphosis and fins turn to legs and arms when they learn to hear the songs of their elders and yearn to leave the water and join them on the bank where they stand in uneven staggered lines chanting in the night. I've seen what lives in the darkest part of the bog where the reeds grow tallest. I've seen what listens to their songs, and who they sing for with words indecipherable to the human ear. I've seen the beast that wakes within their call. I didn't set out at night, my mud boots on, trudging out into the darkness to discover something hidden just beyond the fence encompassing my backyard. But sometimes I feed the frogs. I want them to be happy. I want them to keep singing. Getting closer, the sound of their croaking and their full body splashes as they dash themselves against the placid face of their pond only become louder. I became part of their chorus. The sucking sound of the peat beneath boots as I took one step and then another joined the melody of the night until I found myself in the center of the bog where ancient groundwaters wrestled their way past solid earth to meet the night air. The wet slick backs of thousands of frogs and toads glinted in the night like little gemstones. All different shades and angles of moonlight shimmering before my eyes. It was there that I saw it. It was there that I saw what rose from the mud. Its nostrils, two slits in tightly drawn skin, emerged first. I thought it was a small mound of dirt, a little delta in the pond, nothing but sediments and stubborn grass, but then it moved. It rose from the water, barely rippling the surface, rising to meet the songs of the bog, the croaking of frogs, and the distant chittering of excitable coyotes. One eye, and then two. Enormous and milky, lidded by thin, opaque skin that slid back and forth as its eyes moved about. When it split in two, bottom and top, I saw its mouth and felt a low rumble in the earth, a vibration not unlike an earthquake. I watched it yawn. Closing its maw, the great toad, having risen, began to shudder, and a deep clucking reverberated as it wrestled back and forth, losing its shoulders and arms from the earth. In a world so explained, with an algorithm for every want and need, and mathematical equations for love and hate, 
In a world where every chemical compound and human urge can be broken down and explained, I never imagined something like this could exist just beyond my fence, where the boglands and floodplains stretched like salted land. Sometimes I feed the frogs. I want them to be happy. If I fed the giant toad, the monstrosity that hid just beyond my fence sleeping in the mud, would it sing for me? Would its baritone blast out into the night? Would it lull me to sleep as I clung to a pillow staring out into the black night of the bog from beyond my bedroom window? No, I... Oh, God. It was terrible. Now, now, Mr. Canyon, you may rest now, but we can't stop here. No, no, we've only just begun. Isn't that right, Dr. Cossage? Riverside Institute. Why does that sound so familiar? That's what I was thinking. Wasn't there, like, a mention of a, of a Riverside Institute in that dog story? What dog story? You know, the one, uh... Dumpling the dog? I haven't heard it. Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Mike LeBeau. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.